Hi there, everybody. Today is Thursday, May 31st. Oh my goodness. This year 2018 is going by quick. Welcome to another episode of the Journey of Growth with Griffin Shea. Today we got an interesting topic that I can give a nice, real, juicy story about because it really has changed my mindset on how I view pretty much everything at this point. Today's lesson is about procrastination. Yes, that dreaded word, procrastination. Everybody's favorite. Everybody loves to do it. But is it really a good thing for us to be doing? I'll explain exactly what it is. I'll give you examples of what happens when you procrastinate. And then I'll tell you how to break that habit and the cycle to create the life you were designed to live. So without further ado, here we go. Google, trusty friend, what's our definition of procrastinate? Delay or postpone action. Put off doing something. I was researching today, and what really sums it up and brings it home is psychology today. Quotes, everyone puts things off until the last minute sometimes, but procrastinators chronically avoid difficult tasks and deliberately look for distractions. Procrastination in large part reflects our perennial struggle with self-control, as well as our inability to accurately predict how we'll feel tomorrow or the next day. I don't feel like it takes precedence over our goals. However, it then begets a downward spiral of negative emotions that deter future effort. Wowzers. Well, if that didn't make you feel bad about procrastination, then what is? Let's dissect this statement real quick. Procrastination, in a large part, reflects our perennial struggle with self-control as well as our inability to accurately predict how we'll feel tomorrow or the next day. Haven't I been speaking about becoming aware, becoming conscious of what exactly we're doing? And you know what? I'll be the first to tell you guys, I have procrastinated in my life. And I'm going to explain a little bit later on in this segment of how it really is what has changed my mindset on how I do a lot of things. But if we look at it, a perennial struggle with self-control Are we really in control of our lives? Most of us, we deem that we are. But far too often, we sit there and we wake up and we're working a nine to five. We're sitting there looking at that deadline that's at 5 p.m. And we're here at three o'clock going like, oh, my goodness, this project needs work. Or you're sitting at school as a college student and you've got a paper due the next day. And you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh my gosh, I have my name on it. It's kind of like the SpongeBob episode where he's doing his driver's test, where he writes. And it looks like he's making this incredible paper. But at the end of it, when he blows off the piece of paper, all he's got on there is the. Why is it that we procrastinate? Do we not have self-control? Do we let the quote... I don't feel like it, take over ourselves? 
Whereas the task, what we need to be doing, just not that important to us. Once again, back to psychology today. Procrastinators may say that, say that they perform better under pressure. But more often than not, that's their way of justifying putting things off. Hmm. Let's think about that. Have you ever said that you perform better under pressure because you procrastinated? Well, once again, I'll be the first to tell you, heck yeah, I've said that before. I feel that pressure makes you feel alive. But does it give you your best and optimal effort to the given task at hand? Yes or no? I would probably leave on, lean on the side of the fence that says no. We sit there, we procrastinate on far too many things. Homework, projects, telling somebody I love you, talking about the hard stuff, going after your goal, doing those workouts, eating the healthy foods. Why do we procrastinate? I think it's because we don't find it as important as it should be. Or you deem the task too challenging. Well, later on, I'll tell you how you can get that done and how you can turn any task into a task that is achievable, which will in the end, in the end stop you from wanting to procrastinate. Back to psychology today. The bright side, it's possible to overcome procrastination with effort. Perfectionists are often procrastinators. It is psychologically more acceptable to never tackle a task than to face the possibility of falling short on performance. Period. Think about that. Perfectionists are often procrastinators. It is psychologically more acceptable to never tackle a task than to face the possibility of falling short on performance. In essence, and in a short, brief way of saying that, perfectionists fear failure. Jim Rohn has stated the 80-20 rule, or the 20-80 rule. And he gives that with pretty much every single thing in life. 80% of the business is going to be done by 20% of the people. 20% of the friends are going to be doing 80% of the work in the friend group. When you think about it, if you put the 80-20 rule to a task, say that you are 80% ready, but that 20%, it's like life. It's that ambiguity. It's those numbers between one and two. What is the worst thing that could happen if you just do it, quote Nike. What's the worst thing that could happen? Yes, you could lose a loved one. Yes, you could be fired. And I speak from those experience, I, I'm so sorry, I can't speak from those experiences, but I can see them as being tough. And I can actually elaborate on one of those in just a few minutes. Those are harsh realities. I have never experienced them, and I really don't want to, because I don't want to procrastinate. I want to get the job done. But if you're 80% ready on something, go for it. Don't be, that perfect, don't be that perfectionist. Don't procrastinate. Don't fear falling short. 
You may fall short. You may land on your face. You may fail. But that doesn't mean it's the end. You just got to get up, pick yourself up, wipe off that dust, and keep moving forward. And as Les Brown said, if you get knocked down, you better hope that you can land on your back. Because when you land on your back, you can look up. And when you can look up, you can get up. So don't be afraid of failure. Don't be the perfectionist. Don't procrastinate. Because if you do, you may find it psychologically acceptable to never go after what you wanted. But when you're sitting there, thinking back in your later years, are you going to be okay with that decision? Or should you have just gone for it and figured out, heck, maybe I can do this? Or maybe this is just a learning lesson. So don't be, excuse me one second, (coughs) don't be that perfectionist. Go for it. Even if you're not completely ready, you can still learn on the move. Psychology Today, once again, task aversion is to blame, that is, when people view a task in an unpleasant manner. It will be tough, boring, painful. They are more likely to put off that task. Well, yes, in life, there are tasks we really, really, really don't want to do. But you have to get it done. There's no other way for me to say it. You have to get it done. If your boss wants you to get it done and you don't, well, let me tell you something. You're fired. If a loved one needs something and you're never there to support them, well, you're fired. If a friend is always in need or is in need, but you're never there to help, guess what? You're fired. You need to do the things that are unattractive so that you can do the things that are attractive. So procrastination is to delay or postpone action, to put something off, whether it's challenging, whether it's easy. And there's a good quote from Jim Rohn. What is easy to do is easy not to do. So let's stop procrastinating. And I'll give you two examples of procrastination that I need, one of them to work on and one of them that have changed my mindset. First one, I need to work on this desperately. And this is why I'm talking about it. And I'm going to hold myself accountable. And I want you guys to also. Doing this podcast has seemingly become a night routine for me. A last minute thought. But I know I need to be doing this. Because I have, hold, I have held myself accountable to a 30 day routine. My brain is not at full capacity at night. And I would like to announce right now. On the journey of growth. May 31st. That I will be doing this podcast in the afternoon when my mind is at full strength. Procrastination is a state of mind, and that is where your losers stay. That's a tough word to swallow. Being a loser, I don't like it. And you know what? I'd be a hypocrite if I said that I'm doing everything perfectly, but I'm not. And I know that I need to be working on it. I don't want to stay in this loser's sphere forever. I want to be a winner. I want to be successful. I want to be great. And you know what? 
Those people who are great, sometimes they do procrastinate because life gets in the way. But far more often than not, they're getting their task done when they need to be doing it, sucking it up, and getting it done. The winners recognize what is good for them and push through. No matter what the obstacle is, if they don't like it, they do it first to get it over with. Two quotes to sum up this example of procrastination. Zig Zig Ziglar once said, When you do the things you need to do, when you do them, the day will come when you can do the things you want to do when you want to do them. To be brief, do the things that suck first. Get it done so that you can do what you want after. Because when you do get the stuff done that's not so much fun, you can focus on the stuff that gives you enjoyment last. What if you did the things that you like first and then did the stuff that you don't enjoy after, which is last? How's that going to make you feel about yourself? You're going to feel great at first. You're like, oh my goodness, I love doing X, Y, and Z. I love going for fishing. I love going reading. I love doing hanging out with friends. And then after you come home, you're like, oh, I have to do this? Why not do your projects, do your homeworks, have the conversations before you go fish, before you go work out, before you go have friends? Get the stuff done first, and then go have a great time. In the second quote, and like your mama always said, eat your veggies first. Because when you do, A, veggies, they're actually really healthy for you, but they don't taste so great. And two, when you're off your plate, you can eat what you want. And maybe if you've been a good boy or girl, there's a little dessert for you on the other side if you did your best. That's the first example of procrastination. And the second one is what has completely changed my mindset on procrastinating. To finish up my junior year of college, I was taking this history course, 2111. And there's three tests in the course and then one final paper to make the summation of the course. And, you know, college kid, I love to be having fun instead of doing what I need to be doing. And I was talking to this one late, to this one girl, and she asked if I wanted to have fun on Monday night. And I was interested. I was like, you know what? Sure. I don't really know what I'm going to be doing, but great. We can have a great time. Lo and behold, Griffin Shea decides that, oh my goodness, I don't even have my name on my paper on Monday afternoon. Paper needed to be five pages long in a summary of the whole course. I just swallowed right there, and that was a tough one to swallow. Guys, Ladies, do not procrastinate. I can tell you firsthand that this was the worst decision that I have made in my collegiate career. Hand on the Bible, hand on anything that you believe, I messed up. 
Turns out that I was supposed to go to a black tie event with this lady that I really liked. And I squandered that because I procrastinated. It hurts me to say this. And it is the biggest regret that I have. And it's not great to have regrets. But I'm trying to do my best with this one. It just hurts so bad. So bad. But the only thing I can do at this point is to learn from it. I have to learn not to procrastinate. I, my goodness, this is tough to talk about. Plain and simple, I screwed it up. I had a chance and I threw it away. It was like having an O2 count and you're on fire. Something gets in your head and you throw four straight balls and you walk in the winning run and you sit there completely distraught. And that's how I was and that's how I felt. Still feel a little bit salty from it, but you have to learn from it. And I'm starting my best, starting to do my best to learn from that example. So please, I implore you, I beg you, do your best to not procrastinate. Because you know what? It could take you away from one of the greatest moments of your life. And I'm speaking firsthanded from there. Don't let any sort of task, any sort of project, any sort of conversation get in the way of having experiences and moments to share for the rest of your lives. Yes, life goes on. That was a sad example, but life does go on. Don't dwell on the past. I just spoke about it. I can't dwell on the past. I'm looking forward. And luckily enough, I actually still have a chance with this lady. And I'm actually proud to say that I've kept fighting and I haven't procrastinated lately other than this podcast, which I announced to you, I'm going to be doing my best. But do not procrastinate because if you do, you could miss out on one of the greatest times of your lives. And you know what we're going to do right now? We're going to sum it up by telling you how to eliminate procrastination. I hope you all are ready for this. You know what you do first? Well, focus on your why. Why are you doing this? What is your definitiveness of purpose? What gets you up in the morning? What drives you? What gives you that fire? Because every single little task you do, every little small victory, will lead in the direction of accomplishing or living your why. When you focus on your why, write down your priorities. Number them. Which one is most important to accomplishing my goal? Chase that one first. No matter how big that pill is, you're going to have to swallow it one way or another. But you got to go do it first. Even if you don't want to do it, even if it scares you, oh my goodness, life is scary. I promise you it is. I get nervous at a lot of stuff. But you have to keep going. So first, write it down. Second, tell yourself that it may be challenging. Put yourself Visualize that you're in the situation. Feel the environment. Feel what your body is going to. Look. Imagine everything. 
immerse yourself with the experience. Be the experience. Challenge yourself. And don't procrastinate. Get it done. So one, write down their priorities. Two, tell yourself that it'll be challenging. Three, make sure that your task, whatever it may be, is realistic. Far too often, we have these very unrealistic expectations of ourselves. We hold ourselves to crazy high standards. But what we have to do with that is based on the fourth thing. When we realize and we make it realistic, something that is attainable, but something a little bit out of reach, something that if you reach your hand to, you, you're almost there, you almost have it, but you got to work for those extra couple, extra couple of inches. And you know how you can do that? With number five, chunk it. And what I'm talking about is when your parents told you it's like eating an elephant I know it's a weird analogy. I'm sorry if it kind of grosses people out, but it's very visual. You cannot eat the elephant in one bite. Actually, don't picture an elephant because that's really sad. Whatever it is, if it's a huge steak or something, you can't eat it in one bite. Piece by piece by piece. Small goal, small goal, small goal. Hit them, hit them, hit them, and then you'll get where you're going. But don't procrastinate. Do these small things. Write them on your calendar. Set deadlines. And go get your small little goals. Next, this is the biggest thing. Reward yourself. When you reward yourself, you're telling yourself congratulations. Yes, you have accomplished something that you set out to do. I find it tough to reward myself because I think it's part of the task. It's part of something to go and it's part of my life to achieve something. But in reality, when you do celebrate, you will remember those times and you will remember the goals that you have achieved. I remember when I had my internship at UPS last summer, I went out with my dad and I'm of age 21 and I went to go buy a drink. And I vividly remember buying that drink because I had accomplished a goal and I remember buying it with my own money. And I was like, you know what? This is great, but I also don't like spending money. But I vividly remember rewarding myself for something that I was proud of myself for because I had accomplished my goal that I'd set out to do. Two more things to help you stop procrastinating. Forgive yourself. Don't dwell on the past. Things have happened. Yes, you may have procrastinated in the past. Yes, I regret what happened in the past. But I can't be living there. I can't keep it down. I can't keep this negative energy. I have to be positive. I have to see what's out there for me. And I have to go get it. I can't be sulking in sadness. I have to realize that there's another chapter in life. And that I can go get it. And that I have the ability to go get it. Because I am grateful for my health, for my mind, and for my life. And thus... I shall go get it because being complacent and settling and not doing anything, that's just no fun, man. Go get it. And lastly, drop the perfectionism. 80-20 rule, ambiguity of life. If you think you know it and you've given your best effort, but it's not 100%, go do it. Just do it, Nike.
Nothing in life is ever perfect. Even those circles, they might be perfect, I don't know. But there's nothing ever perfect, perfect in life. Maybe the moment of conception when life is there. Oh, that's a hot topic. But nothing is perfect. We can believe it is, but there's always room for improvement. If better is possible, good is not enough. So stick with it. Write down your priorities. Tell yourself it's going to be challenging, but you can go through it. Visualize yourself getting it done. Write it on your calendar. Be realistic. Chunk it. Small little pieces. No more excuses. Don't give yourself these BS excuses. Go get it. Go get it. Because who else is going to do it for you? I can't tell you. Nobody's going to do it except yourself. And if you can't do it alone, maybe find yourself an accountability partner. Have somebody be there for you, helping you get what you need or assisting you with what you need help with. Reward yourself. Tell yourself, congrats. You accomplished it, but keep looking for more. Forgive yourself. Don't dwell on the past. Live in the moment. And finally, drop the perfectionism. Because nothing in life is ever perfect. You're going to screw up sometimes, but you're also going to have some great successes. And that's going to conclude. Procrastination. Procrastination, large in part, reflects our perennial struggle with self-control, as well as our inability to accurately predict how we'll feel tomorrow or the next day. I don't feel like it takes precedence over our goals and starts the downward spiral of negative emotions. We don't want negative emotions. We want positivity. We want to be able to go get after our things. And remember, procrastination could hold you back from one of the greatest moments of your life. So don't be like me. Learn from me. Avoid this pothole. Don't procrastinate. And you cannot procrastinate by writing down your goals, visualizing, chunking it, and rewarding yourself for it. Thank you so much, for everybody, for listening in about procrastination. Definitely a hot, hot topic. Everybody does it. But once you have found your why, go get it. Because when you have that, you'll have the fire. You'll have the determination and desire to keep going. And we'll end with a quote from H. Jackson Brown Jr. The best preparation for tomorrow is doing your best today. Take action. Don't procrastinate. It's the little things in life that matter. It's the little things that count. It's the little things that will build you up, give you that foundation, so that once you get to the top of the mountain, you can say, you know what? I did it. Because the best preparation for tomorrow is doing your best today. Sacrifice, effort, discipline, and drive. Get it done. Thank you so much for everybody for listening throughout this podcast series during May. It is turned to June 1st, and we have another Friday rant coming up. Thank you so much for all my faithful listeners. I am very, very blessed and very grateful to have every single one of you tuning in and learning something new, hopefully, every single day.
So thank you so much. Let's get out there, stop procrastinating, and get the job done. Thank you so much, everybody. Griffin Shea, signing off. Salut.